Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, only about 13 or so minutes long, but it keeps us in God's Word. And that's crucial because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So the more we're in God's Word, the stronger our faith should be, and the closer we should be, really, to God. We want to encourage you to share these studies with everybody you can through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody turn their thinking, their focus in life around. You may help them come to God through Jesus Christ. You may help them get to heaven. What a great blessing for them, but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to begin a new line of thought and study today. We're going to talk about something that uh, probably... You haven't thought about that much, not at least not in, in this kind of organized fashion. I want to talk about seven dangerous nations. Now, that'll probably cause some of you to start scratching your head right off the bat. Seven dangerous nations? What would that have to do with uh, a Bible study? And, and what nations would you pick out? Well, if we just looked at the world order right now, and we started talking about nations that are dangerous, well, most people would start probably naming certain specific nations, such as perhaps Russia, China, North Korea, maybe Iran, Iraq, maybe Syria, and and probably some others would come to the minds of some individuals. But then others would think about nations in which maybe we don't look at these as dangerous nations, but they're dangerous places to live. And such as, again, Ukraine, Russia, China, uh, probably different nations within the Middle East, if you're claiming to be a Christian and you live your faith openly. And then there's some nations in Africa that we would say, well, they would be dangerous places to live right now because of violence going on and maybe civil wars in some of those nations. Uh, some parts of Mexico and Venezuela, not the whole nations, but some parts of them, we might say, some people at least would say, well, you've got to be careful there. It might be dangerous. But, you know, there would be people also who would say, and rightfully so, that some big cities in the United States are dangerous places to live. Well, we could talk about that and we could kind of analyze our, our definitions of dangerous places and dangerous nations, but that's not really what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is I want to focus on a list of seven dangerous nations to us individually and personally. These are personally dangerous and threatening nations, and they are to everybody. They're not geographic nations. They're not nations that I've named off. We're talking about something more deep and personal, and we're talking about kind of mindsets, disorders, behaviors, things that, you know, kind of pits of danger that we can fall into, and even sinfulness. Well, so what am I talking about? Well, let's begin with the first one, and that's abominations. Now, abominations, we probably don't use that word very often in our common language, common conversation. We might talk about something being really bad, something being gross, something being, you know, horrible, terrible, but we don't usually use the word abomination. 
But we need to stay away from abominations. We need to be on guard against practices that are abominations to God. Have you thought about that? They are, there are different texts that list things, practices that are abominations to God. And we need to be on guard against those in our personal lives because they're dangerous for us. They're sinful. When we, when we read Deuteronomy chapter 18, beginning with verse 9, listen to what the text says. And Moses, he, has, he, is, he is addressing, and of course, he is, he is addressing God's will to the people of Israel as they're getting ready to cross the Jordan River into the Promised Land and begin to fight the battles of conquest. This was the land that God had promised to them through their forefathers going all the way back to Abraham. Now, in verse 9, and Moses, again, is preparing them, he's giving them some instructions, giving them words of caution here. He says, when you come into the land which the Lord your God is giving you, you shall not learn to follow the abominations of those nations, the abominations of those, ne- of those nations. Another translation there could be the detestable acts of the people who live there already. And there, are, there were different nations of people there, different nationalities, and they were all idol worshipers. They did not worship God. They did not necessarily even believe in God. They worshiped idols, statues, images. And with that kind of religious practice went all kinds of evil, sinful, immoral acts, abominations before God. So you shall not learn to follow the abominations of those nations. In other words, don't take part in what they've been, how they've been living. Don't get caught up in their, their religious practices that are abominations before God. He goes on and he says, There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or daughter pass through the fire. We might say, well, what does that mean, pass through the fire? Well, you see, some of these people in that land at that time through their idol worship, they were offering human sacrifices in the persons of their little children. That's right. They were sacrificing their little children to their idols, and that was an abomination before God. And so Moses is saying, don't, don't, don't let yourself get caught up in that. But that's not one. that We might look at that and say, whoa, that sounds like the most heinous maybe, but there are others that he begins to, to enumerate. He says, or one who practices witchcraft, or a soothsayer, or one who interprets omens, or a sorcerer, or one who conjures spells, or a medium, or a spiritist, or one who calls up the dead. Now, we might kind of give a wink and a nod at some of these in our mindset today, and we might say, well, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I'd like to go at a carnival someplace and go into a tent where, you know, somebody will read my palm or read the tea leaves, or some people go to people who, you know, use certain kinds of cards to supposedly predict their future and everything, and we get intrigued by that. Moses says, God says these are abominations. You don't have any part in these things. And and then in verse 12, he says, for all who do these things are an abomination to the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord your God drives them out from before you. Now, God was going to drive out those people who already lived in that land because 
<clears throat> they were practicing these abominations. They were not li- living faithfully to God. Again, a lot of them did not even believe in God, most likely. They were practicing all kinds of evil, and God was going to punish them for that by driving them out of their land and giving it to the Israelites, to whom he had promised it hundreds and hundreds of years before. Abominations. See, some things we kind of, again, don't pay much attention to, and we, get, we can get caught up in them without realizing that these things are evil in their very nature. And so, abominations. But let's, let's talk about some abominations that we would look at as being more common in practice today by a whole lot of people. So we move to Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 6, and we look at verses 16 through 19. Now, probably a whole lot of us, we've never had our palm read. We've never got, we've never taken part in any kind of that, 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 those kinds of practices that Moses was warning the Israelites against and labeling them three times in that short text of scripture as abominations. But what about this? Proverbs chapter 6, beginning with verse 16. These, th- these six things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination to him. Where is that word again? Abomination. Detestable acts. Now, these are more common. Probably every single one of us has fallen into one or more of these practices, or at least has been tempted along these lines at different times in our lives. Well, what are these six things, these seven things that not only the Lord hates, but that are abominations before him? things we would not name ourselves, most likely. A proud look is the first one in the list. A lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that are swift in running to evil, a false witness who speaks lies, and one who who sows discord among brethren. Well, now, we'd pick out a couple of these, and we'd say, well, yeah, hands that shed innocent blood, that would be an abomination. And, and we, we might say, uh, a heart that devises wicked plans, that would be an abomination. But now, what, what would be the wicked plans that we would so classify as abominations or as an abomination before God? But what about those, the false witness who speaks lies? Well, we would probably, well, yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's bad. Revelation 21 and verse 8 says, All liars shall find their part in the lake that burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. We're talking about hell there. All liars, not just those great, big, bold, horrible liars, but the little bitty liars too. One who sows discord, sows strife, stirs up strife between brethren, between people, uh, Feet that are swift in running to evil? Again, we need to understand all kinds of things that we probably would not necessarily think that seriously about as being evil. Uh, they are, and these are abominations before God. You see, these are practices that we see around us all the time, and some of them at least the devil tempts us with, maybe on a repeated basis. And we need to be on guard against them. We need to not 
take part in these abominations because they can keep us out of heaven. This is the first of the dangerous nations that we want to talk about. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, we thank you for giving us your word to guide us in your truth and in your wisdom. Help us to pay attention and to make the proper applications to our lives and to always strive to live before you righteously and godly and according to your will, Father, and to your glory. We want to be in heaven with you for all of eternity. Guide us along that pathway, please, we pray. And Father, please, we pray, forgive us of our sins, and please hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.